Welcome to the Small Blower Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who could only dream of getting Imani Bates on his Michigan basketball squad, Brandon Siegel. Watch it. It's going to happen. It, Watch it. It won't happen. I think it'll happen. I don't even think he's going to go to college, honestly. You don't think he'll go to college? Well, yeah, because they might change the rule. He's the 2022 class, and they yeah. might change it back to so you can go straight from high school. So that's Now, what I think. quick 10-second quick response. Is that a smart move? Yeah, yeah, it's a smart move so that he can, you know, get into the professional game as soon as possible. I remember Kobe talking about this a little bit. He said, like, if my dream is to play basketball for the rest of my life, then how? What better way to learn from the best? So that is I a good that's point. That's a good quote. A good quote to start off the episode. Right. Um, but it's gonna be an exciting one. We're on nineteen. Yes. Nineteen. That's crazy. That is really insane, but why don't you give us our rundown for today's episode, Trevor? So we're going to talk about Ben Simmons just uh, getting a new contract, Um, NBA jersey numbers. We have a lot of changes. LeBron, KD, some other players have changed their jersey number. Uh, The FIBA World Cup is coming up, and then we're also going to talk about Neymar. Uh, There's a trade possibility that's been thrown out there. Then we're going to get into small talk trivia, randomly ranked, and for our main topic... Should I leave it as a surprise? I'd leave it as a surprise. Leave it as a surprise. This right. is, I want to point out, before we get there, this was Trevor's idea for the main topic, and it's a banger of an idea. This is a, yeah. just such a fabulous idea, and I'm very excited to, uh, a lot of fun. to uh, start this idea up. But uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, right? Yes. Um, but to start off small talk today, Ben Simmons was just handed the bag, a big bag, huge bag. Um, he was given a nice five-year, $170 million deal I think this was a wonderful, wonderful deal. Uh, lock Ben Simmons down. I, I know he doesn't have a jump shot. Uh, we'll see you know, what happens with a jump shot. But overall, he's still an amazing player. Uh, and he's going to be a very gifted player for a lot of years to come. And it seems like they have him and Harris locked down. Uh, Embiid, I think, is locked down till when? Do you, do you know when Embiid's locked down? Till? Um, it's Embiid, at least a couple more years. Yeah, so, I think it's till 2023. Yes, I got it written down here. That's correct. Um, and Harris till 2024 and Simmons till 2025. Yep. So... And Horford till 2023. So they have a core that's there for a while. They're going to be good. I don't know if they'll be great. But what are your thoughts on this extension for Ben Simmons? Yeah, so Ben Simmons, five-year, 170 million. You got Tobias Harris with the five years, 190. Those are two huge contracts. I think this is worth it for Ben Simmons. He's only 22. He's going to be great for a lot of years to come. But this is really um, making it so Philly has to win in the next two years. Like they're, They're going all out. They're trying to win now. So I think they've made that clear with these recent moves. I mean, props to Allen Brand. This was just overall a, a good deal. What are your thoughts on, if I'm reading this right, Embiid has 147 over five years. What are your thoughts on Embiid making less money than Simmons? Well, that's a really good contract for the Sixers. And very I'm assuming good. Uh, when his contract is up, as long as he's still very healthy, um, which actually we're going to get into that later um, with our surprise, but um, it's a really good deal, and then he'll probably sign another deal once that one's up for a lot more money. He probably should have waited to sign. I mean, he agreed last season. Was he out of his contract last season? I feel like he wasn't. I'm not too sure. What was his draft? What was Embiid's draft sure. class? Was it 20... 2014. It was 2014. So that was, I mean, his deal was up. It's interesting that that, you know, that was the amount that it came out to. I guess, he, you know, he does have some injury problems. Um, but nevertheless, good job by the 76ers keeping their core together. They got four very good players for the, at least the next four years. Moving onward to jersey numbers. So a lot of big players changed their jersey numbers. I'm going to go through a couple of them and we'll share our thoughts. Kevin Durant went from 35 to 7. LeBron was 23, then was going to be 6, but now he's staying at 23. Anthony Davis is 23 and he's going to number 3. Jimmy Butler is going from th- 23 to 22. 
That's interesting. And mm-hmm. I think you'll have some thoughts on that. Kemba Walker goes from 15 to 8. Tobias Harris, 33 to 12. Or as Trevor says, Tobias. DeMarcus Cousins from 0 back to his original 15. And Mike Conley from 11 to 10. What is the most interesting change to you? Um, I think the LeBron and AD, like those uh, combined with LeBron going from... He, well, he changed it twice. He was originally going to go 6 and then decide, oh, no, I'm actually going to stay with 23. Well, Nike kind of made that decision um, for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. What exactly happened so, to that? Nike had so much... The NBA, you have to have jersey changes by... I could <clears> be <throat> wrong. So, you know, No one roast me in the comments, but I think it's March. Okay? I think mm-hmm. March you have to have jersey changes by, or maybe it's like May. It's either March or May, and obviously they didn't have it by then. Um, and then the NBA basically said, like, hey, if Nike's okay because Nike makes the jerseys, if they're okay with changing your number, then it's fine. I guess they kind of came to an agreement that he wasn't going to do it this year. It'll be next year because they have literally millions of dollars of inventory of 23 LeBron jerseys, which I still think they would have been fine with LeBron going to six. I, th- I think it would have been okay and he would have been fine. But it's interesting that Nike said no to that considering, I mean, they, those are two of their big athletes right there, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So um, I guess it ended up being Nike's decision kind of. They did say no. So – uh, next year will be an interesting jersey year because LeBron yeah. changes and he's always the number one selling jersey pretty much every year. Um, Steph Curry's up there a little bit. I'm sure Kevin Durant will be very high uh, this year and next year. But so, do you, what do you think of Jimmy Butler? Twenty three to twenty two. Twenty two is kind of an interesting number. Do you know if there's a reason behind it? Um, I not that I know of. I really like the number twenty two though. It's actually uh, was one of my soccer numbers. Um, in high there we school. go. So I'm a big fan of number twenty two. Um, I'm glad he did it. And then also Kevin Durant's number. Changing it to seven. I don't know the reasoning behind that. I thought that was pretty weird. So but. seven was his... I know he posted in his picture... He did 35 for a coach or a friend of his that passed away. Seven was right. the number he wore, I think, for that coach. Again, do not mm. quote me on it. His picture showed him in like a jersey when he was younger and he was seven. Okay. Here's what I think is interesting. Kevin Durant wants to be LeBron, right? We, we know this. Not outside of basketball, right? He wants to you know, do the business, mm-hmm. business stuff that LeBron's doing. All of his stuff is surrounded around the numbers 35. His, his Twitter is like... KD Trey Five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, company is Thirty Five Ventures. Right. Um, I mean, everything surrounds around Thirty Five, and now he decides to change it, especially right when he's ramping up these things. Um, you know, they're starting. You know, he has his uh, show that's about a year old, The Boardroom, uh, through Thirty Five Ventures. So, like, it's just kind of like weird to me, where I'm like, it doesn't make sense business wise, especially being business majors. I'm like, why would you change your brand like that? Mm-hmm. I think LeBron's at a different level, and he also was six before, and that's slightly different. But Kevin Durant, I mean, it'd be different if all of LeBron's stuff was about the number 23, then I think it wouldn't be smart to change. But all of Kevin Durant's stuff is around 35. Yeah. Um, so I, that's the most interesting change to me, that he would do that, especially at this point in his career, a little more established. Um, I'm also interested with Mike Conley, 11 to 10. What do you think about that? Yeah, maybe it was just that some other player on the Jazz already had that number. I'm not exactly sure who, but um, I guess that's probably why. I'm not sure if there's anything behind 10. Maybe that's just another number he's worn in the past. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's probably why. Tobias Harris changing his numbers, still on the same team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of an interesting one, too, 33 to 12. I think that's a good move because 12 is a great number. There's a really great football player who wears the number 12. All right, we don't need to get right, Now <laughs> we're changing the subject. Jersey numbers are over. Uh, moving onward. We have the FIBA World Cup coming very soon. Uh, we, when did you say? August 31st is when it starts? That, that's the day it starts, yes. Um, and training camp's kind of coming up soon. And some players are going in or out. Um, we have a couple players that have said they are not going. Harden said he wasn't going to go. Uh, Russell Westbrook said he was not going to be going. Anthony Davis is also not going to be playing. Um, so he, here's my question for you. 
what do you think about these guys? Like the top players are not playing in the FIBA World Cup. So what is what do you think about like LeBron and AD and Kyrie and you know Katie's obviously injured, but these guys who are yeah. big big players not playing in you know the on their World Cup teams. Right. I think from one sense it's kind of unfortunate because you want to see obviously these players playing for the USA and and the World Cup and win the World Cup, but. I don't think the incentive is great enough for them to play this. Like this is to play in this game. Like I think it's part of their off season. You know, some of them want to hang out with family more, go on vacation, maybe just have more time to get ready for the season. Some of them are coming off an injury. So I don't think the incentive of them playing in the World Cup is really great enough to do it. I mean, if I was there, I mean, what's the point? I mean, why would I really want to play for it? I guess it's really just like playing for pride, your country. Pride of playing for yeah. your country, I guess. But other than that, I don't know if the incentive is big enough. I mean, they win every year regardless. And so Another thing is that, well, playing for your country is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. I'm all about you know the United States. Mm-hmm. I think like being like LeBron James, you've accomplished so much in career and you've won those right. gold medals. Well, like every other sport, I mean, the, the winning a championship of the NBA is just worth so much. Yes. And like football doesn't really go to the World Cup, so it's a little different. But like, yeah. and same with baseball. Like, I mean, if you're skiing, the biggest thing to do is go to the World Cup. Absolutely. When you're playing basketball, the biggest thing might not necessarily be go kill, you know, whatever country, 150 to 60. Right. So that, I think, is also kind of an incentive. Like, one thing I saw, like, this was a headline I saw about how C.J. McCollum withdrew his name from USA Basketball. C.J. McCollum is not one of the best 12 to 15 players in the NBA. He's great, and I love C.J. McCollum. But it's interesting that, like, that's a headline, like, nowadays that, you know, it's not even, like, considered that LeBron's going to play or Kevin Durant or, you know, whoever it may be. It's just kind of interesting, and, you know, there's still is the top players you know that do play you know there's still top 30 40 players in the NBA playing Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of interesting that we aren't at that stage anymore uh but moving onward um Neymar Jr. I think we we're gonna venture into soccer a little bit shout out to Josh um PSG Paris Saint-Germain team in the French Ligue 1 they have Neymar currently but he wants out and uh he actually might be going back to Barcelona that's kind of the rumor and Barcelona offered a pretty interesting trade, 90 million euros. It's a lot of euros. Um, plus two players of a six-man list they offered, and the supposed six players, we have Coutinho, Dembele, Rakitic. I'm going to pronounce a couple of these names wrong. Samido? Sim- Sim- Samido? I think I got that one right. Samedo. Samedo. That's the one I'm going to get. And Malcolm, and the sixth player is unknown at this time. Uh, what do you think of this? Do you think this is a good trade? Like, imagine getting Coutinho and uh, Rakitic. For in ninety million euros for Neymar, it's just uncommon. We don't see a ton of trades like this in soccer. Yeah, I think if Neymar wants out, it's probably going to end up being both or good for both teams if he does want out. Um, because Barcelona, they're already stacked with a lot of good players. Neymar would just add to that. Yeah. Um, and then Paris Saint Germain can get back some money as well as two other really good mm-hmm. players like Coutinho. I really like as a player. Um, mm-hmm. Rakitic, he's very good as well. So I think it could be good for both teams. Mm-hmm. And Coutinho hasn't exactly panned out in Barcelona as some people might have predicted he would have. I think Josh would back me up on that. Um, but as a PSG fan here, I do not want to see Neymar go, but they might not ultimately have a choice. But right. moving forward um, to small talk trivia, the score right now is 6-6, six to six, okay? Yes. Um, so I think I went first last time, so I'll let you go first today uh, with your question. Uh, and what is that? Okay, so um, my question is, there have been, obviously, we, we're going to talk about the draft a little bit later. That's a little bit of a spoiler. But my question <laughs> is, um, how many number one picks in the NBA draft 
came in the draft straight from high school. Oh. And I'm going to give you a multiple choice. Okay. So, again, the question is, how many number one draft picks have came straight from high school? So, obviously, you know LeBron, obviously, came straight from high school. That's I do one. know that. So, but uh, the multiple choice is either five players, six players, seven players, or three players. Hmm. Interesting. So, I'm trying to think of how many players have come straight from the league. Because it wasn't quite as common, like, way back in the day. Yes. It's more of a modern thing. So I don't think it's six or seven. I think it's either going to be three or five. The question is, is there a jump from three to five? I'm, I'm leaning towards three, but I feel like there's might have been more. I don't know a ton off the top of my head. You know, I think I'm going to go with three. I think three is my final answer. Okay, so three is not correct. Ooh. How um, many is it? It's five. It is five. I, I, 50% shot there. It is five. So the five are um, starting with 2001 Kwame Brown. 2002, Yao Ming, 03, LeBron. Well, Yao Ming didn't come from high school. Well, that's technically true. He he didn't play college basketball. And Bargnani didn't so, play college basketball either. But yeah, they, they didn't play college basketball. So, so maybe I should rephrase that question. Honestly. Maybe that should have been right. Wait, that's three. Pauline Brown really was right? from high school. Yeah, I you think Dwight what? Howard was also from high school. Just, I probably have to give you the benefit of the doubt. Honestly, I think that might have been you three. Might technically be correct. I, I think, think it's technically... I think I messed up. Yeah. I think I should have reworded that. That's okay, though. You know I'll what? give myself the point. I'll give you the point. All right. <laughs> I'll give you the point. You were like, I don't care. You know, I don't I'm care. Yeah, I'm giving it to myself. I'm getting the point. So, I think, I think yeah. that would be, would be three. Three that didn't come from high school. Mm-hmm. Yes. I should have worded that differently. But it's all good. Yeah, because I, I thought of Yao Ming, and I was like, no, nah, but he didn't come from high school. I didn't think of right. Bonyarni at all. But yeah, um, I don't know. It's complicated. I mean, well, maybe he did come from high school, even though it's it's complicated. Anyway, I'll give you the point. All right, I was gonna give my point the point anyway. But moving forward, I'm gonna give you a multiple choice question. Also, this is about uh, the NBA Finals champion. Okay, so what city? And this might this is a little clue already. It's not they don't have the same name anymore as they do currently right now. Okay. What city won the first NBA championship? And here is your possible choices. The Baltimore, Baltimore, I'm not gonna, back in the day, Baltimore Bullets, okay? Okay. New York, Philadelphia, or Boston? So you got Baltimore, New York, Philadelphia, or Boston? Baltimore, and, New York, Philly, or Boston. Mm-hmm. And this is the very first NBA Finals. So I believe that was 76, either like 76 or 77, I think. So, I will give you another clue. It is way before 76 or 77. The first NBA this this is what I have as the first championship, I should say. Or that was the merger I'm thinking of. Yes, the merger was in the side. So oh wow. So this is really hard then. Um or it seems it seems hard to me. So Baltimore, New York. You said Baltimore, New York, Philly, and Boston? Yep. Um I, I'm gonna have to guess. This is tough. Um I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. <laughs> um, I wish it was the Baltimore Bullets. It was not. It was they not. won in 1948, 1947. The first win was from the Philadelphia Warriors. Okay. True story. I was going to ask it to right. you where, what is the first current team, like current name to win? And I would give them the same four. Okay. And the answer would have been Boston. But I guess I probably wouldn't give Baltimore because they aren't, they wouldn't have been a team. I probably would have given another team. Okay. But. Okay. Moving on to randomly ranked. We have a good one today for randomly ranked. We're going to give our top five sit-in restaurants. 
So not fast food. So like I love Swenson's. Please sponsor us Swenson's. Shout out to them for like the fourth episode in a row. Um, I love Swenson's, but they are not a sit-down restaurant. If you have been there, you would know that. If not, they're kind of like a drive-through where they run out to. So uh, top five for Randall Wright, I'll start off. My number five is Pickwick and Frolic, which is a restaurant in downtown Cleveland on East 4th Street. They have a comedy club there. I've went there a couple times for the comedy club, not to the restaurant, but it is a fantastic restaurant. Shout out to my parents for bringing me there on my birthday. Number four is a pizza place in Florida called Monty's Pizza. Quick shout out to my grandfather. He's a great guy. He would always, I know it wasn't his favorite restaurant ever, but he would always come because he knew that me and my sister loved this restaurant. Um, it is one of the best pizza places ever. So shout out to him. He's also just a great guy. Number three is Winking Lizard. If you're from Cleveland, you know what Winking Lizard is because yes. Winking Lizard's a solid restaurant. Good choice. Number two, I think we're going to both have down. Um, I, I think it's your number one. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I, you've told me this before. I just kind of shouted out your number one. But whatever. Number two is Melt. The Melt Bar or Melt Grill, I guess, whatever you want to call it. I love Melt. They got the best grilled cheese out there. Again, if you're from Cleveland, you know what I'm talking about. And number one overall restaurant, if you really know me, you know this is my number one. It's Firebirds. It's a little firewood grill. Um, and it's kind of cl- placed close to me. And they have just the best baked potatoes of all time. So what nice. are your five... Top five eat-in restaurants. All right. So also, I have a Firebirds close to me, so maybe we'll go there one time. We might have to. I don't know. We might have to. But my number five, I'm going to start off with a restaurant called O'Charlie's. It's pretty close to my house. Um, They have a lot of really good appetizers. Um, Their chicken tenders are really good. It's it's amazing. I always go there with my family. Uh, Number four is Salvatore's. I love Italian food in general, so this is an Italian restaurant. They have really good... Uh, different like chicken parmesan which is one of my favorite all-time like meals when I go to restaurants so Salvatore is very good they also have like this pizza bread you can get um, that they bring to the table instead of like just regular bread so I like that's that very good I like that uh, number three El Jalapeno uh, my favorite Mexican restaurant by far just amazing number two I'm going with another Italian restaurant it's called Margarita's Grill seems like you have a pattern uh, it's in Girard Ohio it's about 20-25 minutes away from me and number one Yes, you're correct. It's Melt Bar and Grilled. I mean, this place is just amazing. It really if is. You, if you live around Cleveland or often you go like to the Cleveland area, or if you're not from but you ever do, Melt is a must. You gotta go. A must, you must go Please to Melt. Please sponsor us, Melt. Um, there's so many good sandwiches. Like They have these grilled cheese sandwiches, and you get a half or a whole with their fries. It's just It's, it's a awesome. great overall restaurant. Yes. Um, but moving forward... Uh, if you guys have any randomly ranked ideas, please tweet at us at smallballerpod or tweet me or Trevor. We love to hear your ideas. But moving forward to our main topic, Trevor, I would like you to introduce this. This is your idea. I think you should fully introduce it. Okay, so this topic is going to be the 2014 NBA redraft. So basically what that means is the 2014 NBA draft, Brandon and I are going to do a redraft and go through and say, now, if we were going to go back in time, who are basically the 14 best players? Because that's how we're doing it. We're not doing it specifically. The teams, essentially, it's going to be the 14 best players um, that we would draft if we could go back in time now. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this in order of who we think is the best player, not by team specific. just want to point that out there. Uh, additionally, this redraft idea was all Trevor's idea. Please give him all the credit. I love the idea, so we're doing it. Um, but we're going to do other years, so please, again, in the comments, hit us up. Tell us which year you want. There's a lot of good years. I know 2014 is like one of the better drafts in recent time, um, and that's why we started off with that. But if you have any other ideas, please share it with us. But without further ado, we're going to go pick by pick. 
First overall pick, who do you have? Okay, so number one pick overall, I have Nikola Jokic. Mm -hmm. Now, this is crazy because I believe he was selected 41st in the 2014 draft. So he was really a big steal, and I have him at number one here. I have Embiid at number one. Okay. Go on Embiid at one. Um, and the, the reason I have Embiid at one is I, I'm picking this with the ideology that he is going to be healthy. Okay? I think that you kind of made the point before we started the podcast. Very quickly, I'll say this. Between Jokic and Embiid. Embiid's definitely the better player, but it's a question of the health. So if I take out health and purely drafting off talent, I'm picking Embiid. Okay. That's what I would do. Moving onward to the number two pick, I have Jokic here. Uh, fantastic player, as we all know. Great defender. Um, but who do you have for number two? So number two, I have Joel Embiid. And um, the reason I took Jokic over Embiid was, like you said, because of health. I think, actually, I think they're very similar players. As you saw this year in the playoffs, Jokic really, I think it was kind of his coming out party this year in the playoffs. The Denver Nuggets were a very good team all season. Um, I think he'll be in the race for MVP regular season MVP next season. And I think with the injury problems, they're already very similar um, if they're both fully healthy. But with the injury problems, I trust Jokic more, so I would just take him over Embiid. I, it's a good point to think about. Uh, moving onward to the number three overall pick, I have Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine is really, really good, and he played like it last year. Like, he really played like it. And I, I have a lot more faith that he has potential to become more of an all-star player, especially after last year. Interesting. So I have uh, Clint Capella at number three. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, he's been very good the past couple of years, but uh, we'll move on because we're going to have to start going a little bit quicker. Who do you have at number four, Brandon? Number four, I have Clint Capella. I'm a huge Capella fan, just not on the Rockets at the moment. Right, yeah, his playoffs weren't quite as great. Um, but overall in the regular season, he was, he was very good, and I still think he can be a very good piece. It's just in the playoffs, you know, his free throw shooting, I think, really is a concern for him. So he was almost... As much as I love Capella, he was almost unplayable in the playoffs. A little bit, yeah. It's tough. He needs to gain more of an offensive game and become more of a well-rounded player, I think, to become, like, a star in the NBA. Right now, I think he's a solid player, like a solid starter, really solid starter. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know if he's at the all-star level for me. I, I think right. he has to get there. I think he needs to, you know, rough out the edges just a little bit. Yeah. So number four, I have Julius Randle. Obviously, he's now in the New York Knicks. I think he'll be their best player this coming year. Um, whether that means they're actually a good team or not, I think is a question. But he averaged around like 22 points, eight rebounds, somewhere around that vicinity. So he's definitely improved a lot. Um, so that's who I have at number four. Mm -hmm. Uh, moving on to number five, I have Julius Randle. I love Julius Randle. I think he is a very, very underrated player. I think he has the potential to average 18 to 20 points per game. Like, easy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number five, I have Yusuf Nurkic. Um, I really liked him this season with the Blazers. I didn't know a ton about him beforehand. He didn't really stand out to me, but... Um, this previous year, when I would watch some regular season games, seeing how Nurkic could play with Dame and CJ, um, he really impressed me. He did get injured later in the season, but um, I think he can be huge with the Blazers next season. I like Nurkic a lot, too. Um, he's a terrible three-point shooter. That's true. So I didn't even put him in my lottery. Really? Yeah, spoiler. Didn't wow. put him in my lottery. Can't believe you had him at five. Uh, moving onward, my number six pick, I have Andrew Wiggins. This is kind of mostly just off of what I think he could become within the next two to three years at this point. Um, obviously, he's been underwhelming, and that's why he was not number one. Um, but I think the talent's still there. He's still just such an offensive heavy player. I think he needs to, you know, tighten up the defensive mechanics to become, you know, to go to the next level. 
Okay. Uh, number six, I have Zach Levine. As you talked about before, he had a really breakout year. He averaged around 23, 24 points per game this past season for Chicago. Um, he's really the probably the best player on their team, and I think they have a chance to maybe get that eight seed this year. So really uh, impressed by Zach Levine. I'm impressed by the Bulls organization. They had mm-hmm. a relatively quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, from being just garbage to really not being like having good assets and good pieces around them. Uh, moving on, what are we on seventh pick? Yes. Seventh pick, I have Aaron Gordon. This is another underrated player. I think Aaron Gordon has potential to become like a really solid starter in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. Um, number seven, as you mentioned before, I have Andrew Wiggins at number seven. Obviously, coming into this 2014 draft, I thought he was going to be amazing. I had high hopes that he can be a superstar in the NBA. Hasn't panned out um, with the potential he had. There's still hope. Hopefully, he's still young, but it's not looking quite as good as it was. He's pretty inefficient as a scorer. So we'll see what he does next year. Who do you have at number eight? Number eight, I have Gary Harris. Uh, Gary Harris has had a pretty good career. I wouldn't say he's had the most amazing career ever, but soccer. Uh, he averages around 29 minutes per game. Uh, in general, I don't know exactly what it was last year, but that's his career stats. Um, so I think he's a good starter. I don't think he's a great starter. Uh, he's he's, he's an, a pretty good starter, in my opinion. Okay, so I have uh, Aaron Gordon at number eight. Aaron Gordon's a player who... Um, we talked about, or at least in the past few years, people have talked a lot about how much potential he's had. And this past season, he had a decent season. I don't know if it was quite what people uh, were expecting, but still a lot of potential there. The Magic, another franchise that is looking to turn it around, looking to rebuild. And Aaron Gordon is kind of like the centerpiece of that. Uh, so we'll see what he does moving forward. Uh, next up, what do we have? Are we on nine? Nine. I think we're on nine. Uh, I have Dario Sark. Again, it's kind of more of a potential pick for me. Uh, I like Sarge a lot. I think he needs to pan out some more. Hopefully he'll do better on the Suns where he's, uh, I think, in a little bit more of a reserved role than more of, like, the prominent, like, you know, one of their four best players on the 76ers, like when Embiid did his whole thing about the feds. So, for me, I have him at nine. All right, number nine, I have Spencer Dinwiddie um, for Brooklyn, and he's he he's a guy who I didn't know a lot about either until the past like couple years and he's really had he really had a good season this past year now he's going to play with Kyrie so I think that's going to be a really interesting uh to see how that works out hopefully um it'll work out well for Dinwiddie um but who do you have at number 10 10 I have Marcus Smart I Marcus Smart is a fiery defender to me and I like that um I think what did he go in the actual draft I have him here as number 6 sixth pick overall yeah. Um, he definitely didn't pan out to be the sixth, you know, ask of the sixth pick. But he's been a solid player in the NBA. Um, definitely someone that I would personally like to have on my team. Yeah, I agree. Um, at number 10, I have Gary Harris. Gary Harris impressed me in the playoffs last year. I thought there were definitely some flashes. He had some really good games. Just like Jamal Murray, I think both of them kind of um, had flashes. And I think they could become one of the better backcourts in the NBA in the next couple years. All right, uh, number 11, I have TJ Warren. TJ Warren's just another player who's a solid player. Uh, not the greatest offensive player in the world, but overall just a pretty solid player in the NBA. Okay, number 11, I have Marcus Smart. Like you were saying before, a player I'd like to have on my team. An amazing uh, defensive player that I'd love to have in my backcourt. Mm-hmm. Number 12, I have Jabari Parker. I don't like his contract. I don't hate the player. As simple as that. Yeah, and Jory Parker is another guy, kind of like Andrew Wiggins, who I expected so much from. Yep. I expected him to be such a good player coming out of Chicago. Was an amazing high school player. Uh, but number 11, I have Jeremy Grant. I, I'm a big fan of Jeremy Grant. I was when he was at Notre Dame in college. 
So Jeremy Grant is number 11 for me. I think we were at number 12. We're at number 12? Yes. Well, that was my 11, so now you're, gotcha, doing, perfect, perfect. Now you're doing your 12. My 12 was Jabari Parker. <laughs> I just said two back-to-back picks. I was oh, just like, I'm did? skipping you. At that point, I was like, I'm skipping you. We're moving along. <laughs> Who's okay. your number 12? Okay, my number 12 is... Um, oh, yeah, it was 12. You're right. Never mind. J- my Jeremy, Jeremy Grant is my number 12, so okay. now you're 13. You were right. Um, my 13, I have Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's another player that I like a lot, um, and he... he Underrated player because Dinwiddie was undrafted, right? He was. Or was he, was he second, drafted? He was, he was second, second round. round. Okay, because yeah. he was in the G League for a little bit. Yeah, and he really worked his way up. I like Dinwiddie as a player, and I think in two to three years he's going to become a solid starter. I think he's a good starter, not like a really really good starter. Um, but who do you have for thirteen? Uh, thirteen, I have Dario Saric. He was a really good fit in Philly. Um, last season didn't work out quite as well. We'll see how he does in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Number fourteen is my wild pick. I have Joe Harris. Ooh. Joe Harris, the three-point god, okay? That's all I got to say. Over Nurkic? Over Nurkic. Wow. I, I love Nurkic, though. I really do. I think that's a mistake. But uh, number 14, I'm going with Jabari Parker. So much potential, and he's still so young, so I think there's still potential to be had. Obviously, he does have injury problems, but nevertheless, he has flashes of being a really good player. I agree completely. To uh, end this episode today, we are going to finish with our quick predictions, as always. Mine for this episode is the FIBA... World Cup team is going to have less than five of the top 15 players in the NBA on their team. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go over to baseball. Ooh, um, hot baseball wait. take on the pod. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan when I do watch baseball, which isn't a ton. That's tragic. But Continue. I'm a Red Sox fan. And they play the Rays uh, in the upcoming series, and then they play the Yankees. So for this week and those seven games, I think they're going to win five of their next seven games. So that's my... Quick prediction. It's pretty good because they, they, they're slumping a little, aren't they? They're, you know, it's been back and forth. We're still looking decent, but we need to make sure we're going to make the playoffs because it's, it's in doubt right now. Well, uh, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter, me and Trevor, and the Small Baller Podcast on Twitter at Small Baller Pod. We will respond to your tweets. We like hearing from you guys. Give us a little favorite, you know, favorite here and there. Mm-hmm. Give us a couple retweets. We enjoy that a lot. Um, we are on a lot of streaming platforms, aren't we, Trevor? Yes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, um, and uh, what am I forgetting? Tune in. Tune in. Don't can't forget tune in. No. So there's just no excuse at this point. You got to be course. listening. Got to listen to the uh, the hottest podcast in America. That might be a hot <laughs> take in itself. <laughs> um, but again, thank you all so much for uh, listening today, and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons.